Yep. Stonecutters podcast, Aaron Hankins. Will Catlin. In the building. We're in the building. Come on, man. I know you ain't fell <laughs> off. It's been a minute. Will. But let me just put you onto this J. Cole real quick. We in the building. All right. I had to get hyped real quick. You know, I ain't seen you in a minute. We ain't talked in a minute, but we back like we never left. <laughs> All right, what's up? Absolutely. <laughs> What's going where, on? Should, where should we start, Will? Like, Will, I've been working on a lot of different projects. You've been working on a lot of different projects. Um, yeah, where, which which one? Should, where should we start first? Man, I think we should start there. I've been on tour like a comedian, brother. I only did like six projects and haven't even been six months. But God is good. So I just got back from Baltimore. I was shooting a a pilot, top secret pilot there. And, um, but yeah, I'm glad to be back, man. You know, I know we got so much to talk about as far as, you know, our listeners been like, yo, where y'all been at? But we got to live life in order to give life. So that's what I've been doing. And you've been creating you in the back. I see everything that's going on. So like, what's up with you? Uh, what's up with me? Just getting more in touch with, with my artistic craft. Um, been doing the Nike craft, Tom Sachs kind of wear tester program, which is like, you know, kind of the boot camp for how to become an artist. So mm -hmm. I've been doing that. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully pretty soon there'll be an announcement um, pertaining to the project. We can sort of share some more information on it. But right now I've just been just been hustling and making things and creating things, getting more in touch with, with my creative side. So it's amazing. And, and I have wanted to talk to you, me out is to listen to an old episode of Stonecutters podcast. And that really helped give me the motivation because it was really, anytime I had a question, uh, a question of doubt, you know, whether to go left or whether to go right. Is this the right thing to do? Is this the wrong thing to do? I'd write the question down and then I would pick a random episode and I would listen to the random episode. And every mm. time that we come on the Stonecutters podcast, me and you answer questions that people may have and we answer them in such in ways that answer their questions for them that they may not, they may not even realize. Mm -hmm. That's dope. You, you, you mentioned something about becoming an artist. So I think I want to unpack that a little bit. You know, uh, for those who don't know, you can break down Tom Sachs, who he is and, you know, why his name's rings bells in the artist uh, 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 industry or whatnot. But I didn't want to run over becoming an artist. Like, are you born an artist? Do you become an artist? When do you realize that you are an artist? Like when you hear those three different things, how would you unpack that? I think that we are all artists. 
Mm -hmm. I think that it takes either moments or people or ideas or concepts to convince us as such. So Mm -hmm. when it's how to become an artist, really what he's teaching us is how to convince ourselves that we already are artists or how to show us through the things that every day that we are artists, as he says, arc or you leave a mark, you're creating art. Mm-hmm. And Will, like you leave marks all the time mm-hmm. and you are an artist, right? Mm-hmm. So the course is, is really, it's, a, it's about teaching us those, kind of, those kinds of ideas to, to unlock sort of the constraints that we put on ourselves to say that we're artists or to create art. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. You know, I guess the reason why I ask is I know we probably have some listeners on the Stonecutters podcast trying to figure out their way in life, you know. And when you think of an artist, you know, Jimi Hendrix comes to mind for me. And, you know, I'm not able to play the guitar as great as Jimi Hendrix, you know, but that's someone that has become a master of his instrument and also of his being, you know, where you're able to be so free in your craft where you can just thumb that instrument, thumb them strings like that, and you can create a sound that no one else can create, even though there's many people that can play the guitar, you know what I mean? So the uniqueness, when you was talking about becoming absolutely. I was thinking about the uniqueness of that and when does a person discover or when when a when does a person allow themselves to be free enough to even say the words that I am an artist. When enough people have validated it or that person has said it enough to give themselves to, to, to finally admit it to themselves that it's true. Mm-hmm. So you make something and if enough people tell you that it's art, that it's sculpture, that it's, that it, that it has value, that, that, that it's, that it's amazing. Then you say, okay, well, then, well now I understand that to be art, but also you can sketch for years for, for, for 10 years and just sketch things mm-hmm. and call yourself a sketch artist, you know? So there's, there, there's, I mean, there's multiple ways to look at it. I think everybody that's listening to the Stonecutters podcast, you're an artist, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. you leave a mark, you leave a mark every day, whether it's with the people around you, whether it's the way that you dress, whether it's the way that you take photos for Instagram or the way that you, you know, talk to people or the way that you sing songs in the shower, you are an artist, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, it's, about, it's about recognizing that everything that we do that leaves a mark is art. I think that's dope. I think that's really dope. I think that would set a lot, of, a lot of people free to give themselves the freedom to leave their mark. Because, and I said this before in a previous podcast, you have the date that you arrived which I arrived in 1982 here in the present. Then you have the date that you would depart, 
your mark is that dash in between those dates. What did you do with the dash? What did you do with that mark? And I think so many times we don't give ourselves the liberty to call ourselves artists because we think that we're supposed to get this validation from outside. But if an artist paints these beautiful things in their garage, right? But no one ever sees it, doesn't mean that they're not an artist. Maybe when they're, they're dead and Absolutely. gone, they discover a cave in the middle of the desert and it has these beautiful murals and all this other stuff going. You're like, oh my God, who was this artist? So it's two things that I pull out of that conversation. Well, three things, your uniqueness, you speaking the spoken word and saying that I am an artist and did you leave a mark? That is important. A mother is an artist because she left a mark on that child. You know what I'm saying? So it Absolutely. really speaks to our listeners saying, what are you doing today to leave a mark? How do you leave your mark? It is so important for you to leave your mark in the world. Because sometimes we get up and we might say, Aaron, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have no motivation for today to get up. I don't feel like going to my job today. But if you're thinking about how am I going to leave my mark on the world, what it also does is it simplifies things for you for what you're not supposed to be doing. So if you're at that job that you're not supposed to be at, you're like, listen, I'm not, I'm not able to leave the mark that I want to leave at this place. So let me make my exit so that I can move into my purpose, move into my destiny, move into what I'm supposed to be doing. So when you, like I said, when you said that, bro, it really gives me the freedom to continue to be intentional about leaving my mark. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Will, I want to let... Go ahead. Go keep ahead. going. I, I was going to say, I want to throw this at you, but don't lose your train of thought, is we'll define what a mark is, Aaron. What is a legitimate mark? Um... Hmm. Even a thought or the idea is a mark, as mm -hmm. long as it's as long as it's documented. Mm -hmm. So um, the the this this segues into what I wanted to talk to you about is that there are two things that I've been doing during the Nike Craft Wear Tester program that are very important, and one of them is called output before input, mm -hmm. and what this talks about is in the morning when you wake up. The first thing that you should do with the first five minutes of your day is touch clay, dance, be active, mm -hmm. write, draw, paint, anything. Don't look at your phone. When you look at your phone, your phone is inputting. It's giving you information, right? That's first good. thing that you want to do every day is create. First thing you want to do every day is create, right? So output before input. When you first wake up, it's very, it's been hard for me to do consistently, but the days that I've done it, I've felt great. And mm -hmm. we talk about it, Will. We talk about waking up and journaling. We talk mm -hmm. about waking up and sketching something. Or when you wake up and you have ideas for a film or a TV script or something like that. But imagine starting that work before having any 
any distraction from email, having any distraction, sort of social media distractions. And Tom does this and other artists do this because they, they, what they talk about is, is that when we are sleeping, we're as close as we're ever going to get to our subconscious mind, where all of these ideas and these thoughts and the, the true essence of who we are, it lives, right? So when you know, we talk about it too. Like when you dream, when you wake up from your dream, go to your notebook and write down the dreams, right? Because that's, you're trying to grasp these, these ideas that, that you had while you were sleeping. But when you just wake up, if you don't necessarily remember your dream, but you spend the first five minutes of your day writing your intentions for the day or writing all the things that make you feel happy or make you feel alive for the day, right? To do these sort of things to start your day. And then the other part of this, that I've also been incorporating is to read before bed. So re- and reading before bed, this is, this is the other, the other part of this is like um, garbage in garbage out. So if the last thing you look at before you go to bed is Instagram, mm-hmm. the likes and the algorithms and all the what's everybody or damage, how you, how you see things right but if you read a book if you're reading a book improvement that book is getting posited directly into your you understand it you absorb it and you can you know then then it becomes output before input to start your day so if you think about leadership at night and then you wake up in the morning well then maybe you have you might have a new leadership principle you might have um, a new creative idea that came out of that. So um, th- what I'm doing right now, for example, is I'm learning about artists mm-hmm. and sculptors and people like this uh, uh, red, uh, this red, black, and green. Fist, but I'm learning about him before I go to bed at night by reading. And then when I wake up in the morning, I'm either sketching or I'm drawing or I'm, I'm having ideas about different things things that I want to create from what I read the night before, more in tuned or in touch with all all of the, I mean, like, where's our imagination the wildest when we dream, right? When we close our eyes, right? So how do we make, how do we manifest, how do we take those things that, that are in our minds and how do we manifest them by writing them down when you wake up? How do we make sure that they're good and that they have the intentions that we want to have behind them and, and they have the, the values and all these different things is that we read the right things before we go to bed at night. That's good. That's good. So if you've got a, a quick recap. What you think of that, Will? I thought that was beautiful. I thought that was beautiful. So just a recap for the listeners. One, you listen to the Stone Cutter podcast, Will Cabot, Aaron. And you're saying when you get up in the morning, you must do output first and not input. So you're not inputting the data from your phone, the TV, or whatever else thing that may cause you to have input. You're going to make a decision. A book. a book will will no go ahead yeah you was gonna say a book what uh, i was if you wake up in the morning and you mm-hmm. read a book yeah the book that you that you went to bed reading right you're inputting again so you could be stifling something that's within your subconscious that's trying to make its way out 
Um, mm-hmm. I'll tell you with this five minute writing activity, the first minute or so I'm stuck and I'm like, what am I going to write about? And I just start writing about how I want to go back to bed. But then by minute three or minute four, as I start spinning and I, and I start really writing about my thoughts and what's going on in my head, I'm able to, to, I'm just pouring all of these things that are, that are in my mind as I just am recalling what I, what I was sleeping about or what was on my mind when you first wake up. It's, Mm -hmm. it's like the freshest point in your day when you, you haven't, you haven't been um, distracted by any, any sort, anything from the outside world. Got you. Got you. Got you. So that's the output. You want to get that output going. But at nighttime, you want to get the input going, the right input. You know what I'm saying? Am I correct? So you want to get the right input going into your mind. So it's almost like you're at nighttime, you're setting yourself up for success for when you wake up the next morning so that you can have a beautiful output into the world and not reversing it in a way. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That, that's, that's good stuff. The reason why I put it that way is because, you know, we get so accustomed to that routine of just, you know, let me check because everything's on this phone. You know what I mean? Your, your, your scheduler is on this phone. Your alarm, you know, just, just a few minutes ago, you know, the SoCal gas bill hit my phone. You know what I mean? So all these different things are hitting your phone. And if you got that going on before you go into sleep, you know, you're dreaming about these things. So you're being robbed of your creative gifts, your unique artist things that are going on that you could be capturing and pulling down. You know, a lot of times people say, well, what is my next step? What should I do next? Well, you could have got that next instruction in a dream that would have been revealed in your subconscious, depending on if you was open to see it and all night, but as soon as you wake up, you know, as soon as you wake up, you remember your dream, but you looked at your phone and then it's gone. You know what I'm saying? So that Absolutely. was the instruction for you to get to the next step in your life. But if you're hitting the input before the output, when you wake up, then it's like, oh man, I missed that opportunity to get to where I wanted to go. And I think that's great, especially as we talked about artists and just in general, uh, some things that we can do to better ourselves so that we may show up so we can say, I am an artist. I am this, I am that, because it's all in the mix, but we got to know how to capture it. That's kind of what I'm pulling from what you're saying. Absolutely. I wanna I want to make a, a, a point though. We've been talking a lot about writing and mm-hmm. some folks aren't keen on writing, okay? And what I'll tell you is, is that what you can do this is the easiest thing that you can do is have three or four paper clips at the side of your bed. When you wake up in the morning, you turn the alarm off and you take those paper clips and you bend them and you mold them and you turn them into something. If you don't like to write, if you don't like to do that, you can get up in the morning. And the first thing that you do is you do your push-ups and you do your exercises before you look at your phone. And what I'll tell you is in those five minutes of activity, your brain which is doing the physical activity, it's ruminating on all those things that you thought about. What really this is all about, it's about um, taking the time between when you wake up to when the phone hits you and trying to um, delay it for as long as possible Mm -hmm. so that you can take that time and take everything that you have and 
create with it, make with it, write it down, write it down, write it down. You know what I'm saying? As the first step. And we've talked about this before is to write down dreams and just to write them down in the literal context that you remember them as at a, at a in between point and you read back on one of your old dreams it mm-hmm. may it may hold the the key to what you need to be doing right that's, that that's so true i know for me i get a lot of answers you know in my dreams you know about what i should do next or you you get that feeling like oh okay or you like man i, I remember this i've seen this before you know what i mean so that's important for for folks who are trying to get to the next step or trying to find some sense of direction. Because I think when people listen to us, you know, we're giving them practical tools to have some sense of direction. Because if you don't have a direction of where you're going, it makes things difficult. So you don't want to get up because you're like, man, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing in my life. You know what I mean? It makes life, you know, kind of, mopey in a way versus being upbeat about okay i'm gonna get up i'm gonna do these push-ups you know i'm gonna see what was going on in my mind i'm gonna write it down even if i can't put it all together or it doesn't make sense you writing down clues clues turn into keys or clues turn into answers which equals keys whichever way it turns into something that you can be like okay yeah talk to my boy aaron hey i had this dream about this and it was saying that you know I just kept dreaming about this, this, this water bottle, right? And I'm trying to figure out what was going on, but the water bottle was multicolored. And I've had this dream a couple of times. Like, what do you think this is going on? You know what I'm saying? So I can throw it at my boy Aaron and you might yeah. be able to say, like I'm doing now, I'm gonna throw it at you. And then I want you to go and just respond to what you think that is. The multicolored water bottle to me Sounds mm-hmm. like number one, a water bottle means that it's 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 meant to provide you with a rescue. Like a water bottle is like when you're thirsty. Like a mm-hmm. water bottle is is the it's the it's the best, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's going to be something that's going to rescue you. If it's multicolored, that to me means that it's 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 a vessel that has a, a bunch of different things in it. And so there's going to be a bunch of different people or things or something that has a rainbow involved that's going to rescue you. Mm-hmm. And you keep seeing this bottle because it's like, I know that I'm thirsty or, or, or you might not be thirsty just yet, but there's this water bottle that keeps showing up. Like, you know, what's going to be interesting, Will, you're going to be at a, at a junction point and you're going to walk into somebody's office mm-hmm. or you're going to be at the gym. And you're going mm-hmm. to this rainbow colored water bottle mm-hmm. and you're going to meet the person water bottle and on, you know, like these, these things happen. And like, I don't want to get too, too into it, but these things have happened to me multiple times where you see these symbols or you see things and you see them in your dreams and then you see them in real life. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we've talked about it on the stone cutters podcast before trees, like, I remember before I started working at Nike, I remember walking past windows in my dreams of like, okay, when I work at Nike, there's just going to be trees in front of all the windows. It seems very basic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Aaron, you're in Oregon, there's trees everywhere. But mm-hmm. I, re- I vividly remember, you know, two years in, into working at Nike, walking past a window and being like, that's the window for my dream. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so it's the same sort of thing with a multicolored water bottle. That means that to me is the is the future will like implanting you with a thought or an idea just to let you know that this is something that's coming up later on. Mm-hmm. Let me the multicolored water bottle, even though it was as an example, a mint, if I use myself. My words are meant to water the nations. Simple. It's simple. The nations, the color represents each nations of different people that not only myself, but you, as we're speaking on this podcast, our words are meant to water the nation so that people can uniquely become who they're supposed to be. From what you're saying, from what I'm saying, you know what I mean? But... (laughs) We're leaving our mark today, Will. We're leaving our mark today. We're leaving today. our mark. We're leaving our mark so that everybody can leave their mark on the world. You know what I mean? Uh, it's funny that you throw things out as an example and you end up speaking to yourself. You know what I mean? And speaking to others. That's 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 pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. That is, that is pretty dope right there, brother. Will... Now, Will, I did want to, we always talk about love the process, yeah. right? And the, what we're talking about when you, when you leave a mark, when you're on the path to being the artist that you, that you want to become, right? Like mm. me, you right now, we're in love with the process. We enjoy and how we're doing it. Yes, they don't know where or they need to go and they don't know how that they're going to get there, right? And we mm-hmm. keep giving tips and, and tools on to write down your thoughts and to invest in yourself and to seed yourself, right? But mm-hmm. do you think that this work will is like individual work? Like you, you can't, like you'll come to me for, for, you know, for, for counsel, but for the most part, right? Like the work that's required to make will the best version of will is like something that most people never see, right? It's you by yourself with these questions and with these thoughts and with the journals and at four in the morning when you're at the gym, right? Yeah, I, yeah, it's, a, it's, you know, it's your secret time. I call it the secret place. That's where you become great. You know, the, when, when, it's, when you're seen in public, they're just experiencing what you've done in private. So in the private of your own time is where you become great. And that has to be, that's the hard work. That's the, the getting the abs before you take off your shirt, you know, for the summer. And that's where you put in the work. That's where you carve out these different ideas. That's when you labor over a script. And, you know, like for instance, um, before I go to set tomorrow, you know, I'm in, I'll be in here tonight, you know, I'm a little tired because I've been ripping and running all day, you know. Um, But, you know, if you see this, this is like my script, right? And, you know, I'm going through these things, these pages and stuff. Hold on, there we go. My battery went blank for a minute. Can you see me, Aaron? So I'm going through this stuff. I mean, I know y'all see, y'all don't see my writing on these pages. You know what I mean? But, you know, this is what I'm doing in secret. <laughs> you know, I've printed 
binder that I've created, you know, for this particular movie. And, you know, I have notes on some of those pages. You don't see any notes because I haven't went over those scenes yet. And I make notes and sometimes I don't. I'm kind of like reading it and I'm listening in this garage, in this space. I'm talking to the walls. I'm trying to figure out what the character's trying to say to me in my private time. And then when I get to set, then I weigh myself with the whole environment because I'm in my apartment or whatever for the first time or wherever it is with the actor. I'm meeting the actor for the first time. So, but since I've done all this process and work in my alone time, I can come to set and be totally free to experience whatever the experience is going to be. But you do that in your private time. Nobody sees this journal. Nobody sees this work but me and the character. And then when I show up to set, you know, and it's like, man, how did you do that? Wow, it just came out of nowhere. It didn't really come out of nowhere. It was started here, you know what I mean? In the secret time. And then when you see it outwardly, people get to experience what you've done in secret. That's why they always say this to make uh, a quick example. They always say money will amplify what's already inside. So if inside is negativity, you know, uh, uh, um, slickness, a, a cheapful type of person, a swindler, when you get money, it's going to amplify that. Now, but inside of a person is a good person, a good hearted person, want to see people win, want to be of service to a person. When you get money, it will amplify those things. So your secret time, as we go back to the artist, is so important to not have these things as distractions, to not distract yourself with with your own words by saying you can't do this, you're not going to do this. I'm not an artist. I don't know what's next. Is is those things don't build you. Your words are water. You know what I mean. So you almost must you 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 must water your tree first before you water anybody else's tree. My words must benefit me first before they benefit Aaron. Ooh, yes. They, they must. So, you know, you, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. You know, it's not always like you talked about output and input, Aaron. Sometimes we do so much output that we don't have any input to output because we didn't spend time inputting ourselves with, you know, the, the right things, the right words, the right food, the right thoughts, the right conversations. Um, you know, in our secret time so that we're able to show up in the world and leave a mark. You know, sometimes we don't even like our mark. We don't like ourselves. You know what I mean? So we have to deal with those things. And artists go through that. You know, how many artists have we seen and that have, especially now, right? You work for Nike. You have one of the biggest stars in the world and Naomi Osaka, right? And we have so many people that are constantly dealing with uh, 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 mental illness or depression or anxiety or these different things. And, you know, I'm not going to speak on Naomi because I don't know her situation. You know what I mean? I can't wait to you know, chop it up. You know what I'm saying? I can be an eighth nine of sister love, you know? 
but yeah, you know what I mean? So the things that we deal with in secret, we got to break it down. Why are we depressed? Why are we have anxiety? What are we anxious for? What are we depressed about? You know, what are we doing in our secret time to make sure that the outside world doesn't affect your inner peace? Because if you truly have peace in yourself, absolutely, you know what I'm saying? Going on on the outside doesn't matter if you truly have peace. You know what I mean? So those are the things that we have to make sure that we're talking about, you know, with each other and with our listeners. We got to take care of self. Self is important. You know, before you can go be this great artist to the world, you got to be that great artist to yourself. You was about to say and something. And it starts, it starts, all of that start with taking five minutes to yourself mm-hmm. with no, no, no phone, no outside distractions, because we'll like, you're in your secret place and I'm in my secret place mm-hmm. and we are comfortable with ourselves, right? We've grown comfortable enough with ourselves that we can be by ourselves and we can be in the same space as ourselves, right? Yeah, folks, sure. folks, will, folks will be in the space, right? But they can't just they can't just be with themselves. They need to. Where's my phone? I need my I need I need my phone. I need the phone. I need to have the TV on. Like it's it's too quiet in here. Like I can't just have it be like versus me and you. Like we, we're in tune with our thoughts. We're in we're in tune with where we're at. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 it all starts with with just five minutes on your own and then you build over time like all of the things that i talk about are processes that take hundreds of days of consistent deliberate practice to see results like you don't see results the first day you don't see results the first week you may see a change or a slight change in the first month but you know it's the first year is when when you when you start to see you start start to have more breakthroughs, right? The, 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 the second or third year is when you really get in touch with where you want to be, right? That's great, bro. That's so good, man. That is so good because a lot of times, you know, I found myself and we found ourselves giving up on the road of our breakthrough because we're not seeing those results. Because we're thinking that they're supposed to come in a week, two weeks, four weeks, six months. But you spoke about the consistency that may take a year. It may take three years. But what you also saying that you will see it. The results are there. There's there as me pointing this finger right now. They're there. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? They're just invisible to you at the moment because it takes some consistency action. and some action to bring it out so that you can see it in its fullness. Yes. Will, Will, it's a Will, it's a window. Yeah. This is, this is the big one, right? It's a it's a window. The results are behind the window, right? Mm-hmm. There's the it's a sign that says results, but it's behind this window. This window is dirty. It is a dirty window, right? All of that dirt that's on the window is doubt Mm. right and how Mm. do we eliminate doubt action Mm -hmm. you need to use your hands with soap 
and clean that window off, right? Mm-hmm. That's action. Mm-hmm. And when you remove all of the doubt, you will see the results. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you turn it into me, brother. We got <laughs> that is good. That is good, man. That is good. That touched my spirit, though, man, because it's not the week, it's not the six months. You know, it's it's the action over time. But if you clean that dirty window off, the results, it's there. It's right behind it. It's right It's been there the whole time. It's been there the whole time. Your dream has been there the whole time. Your marriage has been there the whole time. Your career has been there the whole time. It's been there the whole time. But Will, Will... Let, like, let's just put it this way, right? You could be wiping the window, right? Yeah. You'd be almost done. It's almost, you could almost see the results. But the minute that you stop and you start doubting yourself again, the window just gets more and more dirty, right? So you have to, you have to keep at it. You have to keep, you have to keep at it. Otherwise, like the, when you stop, then, then just more doubt piles up and then you, it, it's, you know, so it's just like people are like, I can't see it. I can't see it. And it's like, Will, what do we always say? Continue to take more action. Yeah. Right? Continue to take more action. You just keep cleaning it. Like continue to wash the window. The results are there. You just can't see them. They're clouded in doubt. Yeah, that's 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 our whole podcast. Cracking at the stone. The stone cutters hitting the stone. We just Right now, we're just using it as washing a window. The stone cutter's softer. Pick, yes. The stone cutter's pick breaks. Goes and makes another pick. Doesn't give up. This is good, bro. This is good. Man. This is good. This is good. This is this is good. I know my eyes is low. But this is good, bro. Man, that's so good. Stonecutters, Stonecutters podcast. Stonecutters podcast. Hold on, wait a minute, though. Wait a minute. Were you gonna say, Will? Hold on, I was gonna say, bro. You cleaning the window, you can almost see the results on the other side. But as soon as you have doubt. It's like a car going by that's hitting a dirt puddle and it's smashing right back on your, splashing right back on your window. And you have to clean it again, again. So it tells me that we can't afford to really doubt ourselves. You can't. The results are there. They've always been there. Man, I'm done for the night, man. This is, this is, this is, this is, this is crazy. Stone Cutters podcast. This has been Will Catlett, Aaron Hankins. Just want to let you guys know we're available on all major streaming platforms. Um, hopefully, you may have watched this on YouTube. If not, you've seen the podcast. Um, you can send us questions, comments, suggestions to stonecutterspodcast at gmail.com. You can also visit our website at stonecutterspodcast.com. Will, um, before we get out of here, there's a listener out there right now that's been listening. Mm-hmm. 
has been listening to this entire episode, but they need you to end them on a high note. What do you have for that for that listener? What's their name? Give us the lowdown. It's actually two. There's one that is named Eric, and there's one named Megan. And this is weird because both of them are listening to this podcast and they're bawling. You know what I'm saying? They're bawling, they're bawling, they're bawling, they're bawling because they realize that we've been talking about them the whole time. But the good news is now that you know, you can clean your glass. And these glass is your eyes because the way that you've been seeing yourself that you can't make it, it's not going to happen. You've been seeing through the, the glass of doubt. But as you listen to this podcast tonight or this morning or this afternoon, wherever you may be in the world, Megan and Eric, keep going. Ain't time to give up. Just apply that action, apply that consistency. And this was for you. And we're with you. We support you. And we can't wait to hear, you know, from you on an email saying how you started that business, Eric. And Meg, how you, you know, you, you popped off and went out to be one of the greatest artists in the world. And you're selling your art all around the world and all that good stuff. So, um, yeah, that's what I have, man. And those who are not uh, Eric or Megan. Listen, this one was for all of us. We have to remember that, you know, we can't let these things stop us from getting where we want to go. So make sure you be a stone car. That's what I have to say. What about you? Ed? Keep chin away. Um, output before input. Um, stay in attack mode. That's all I got. Stonecutters podcast. We out.